Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, the next time you guys make fun of me for uh, being a boomer and keeping my cable, just know that you're also making fun of Padre skipper Bob Melvin. Uh, brothers in solidarity, neither of us uh, have been able to cut the cord yet. Welcome to the uh, the show. It's good to have you back. Is that what we're going on? That's we're, what we're going we're on. We're talking on, uh, about streaming and streaming so forth Streaming and so forth. Yeah. It'll be a short show then. <laughs> I, I love it. He said, you know, i got to get my local news at the end of the day. As yeah. someone who has been on the local news for the last 20 years, I do have to ask, so do you stick around for the, the local sports Yahoo at the end of the local news, or you usually change it after weather? Depends on what time of season it is. <laughs> <laughs> or, if, or if we, or if we won or lost, yes. Don't need to relive that uh, four to two loss to the Brewers again at eleven twenty-five p.m. <laughs> there you have it. Well, it's good to have you with us. Uh, obviously, you know, great year last year, a lot of fun. Um, now the work starts all over again, and and we're out here. It's cold. It's windy. It's baseball weather. And you've got a bunch of new faces that you get to manage and make decisions on. How's uh, how's it been so far? Oh, it's been great. You know, really, as as hard as these guys have worked in the off season, we had the mini camp, and these, a lot of guys, you know, especially with WBC out early, uh, it just feels almost like an ex- it's an extension of last year, and that we just have more on our plate that is kind of unfinished. You know, a lot of times you come into a new season, you reset and and you know move forward, but it it just feels like it's kind of an extension. And then when you bring in guys like we have. Uh, to make our team even better, it's a pretty good feeling. You know, that's an interesting point. Uh, you know, as Woods brought it up as well. Every team zero and zero. That's sometimes a blessing when you're coming off a bad year. Hey, start fresh. We can start again. When you're coming off a good season, it's almost like, ah, oh, I'm sorry, we have to reset and go back there. It's almost a different, maybe motivational uh, strategy for you coming off a good season like you had last year. Yeah, and I think well, the way we finished last year, you know, where we think we are as a team, that really a lot of clarity as far as coming into spring and what our goals are so you know a lot of teams come to camp and they're optimistic not really sure you know what their goals are and and how you address that with the team but based on what we finished last year and the guys we brought in it was pretty pretty easy meeting for me tomorrow as far <laughs> yesterday as far as you know what we expect and what our goals are uh so uh, we're talking about melvin here on ben and woods this morning we had uh, the pleasure of meeting for the first time xander bogarts yesterday great great guy um just one in a million, actually, guys you sit down and, and talk to for the first time. We had to laugh, though. He said, uh, yeah, yeah, I talked to Bob. I told him, uh, yeah, you can hit me anywhere except for two. And I was like, man, you just got here, and you're telling the skipper where where, uh, where you want to hit. That's got to be uh, – I think we've talked to you about it before. The lineup construction uh, is going to be a fluid thing, I would imagine, and seeing where guys are, are best suited. Well, I, you know what? We're going to try to get our best guys up there as, sure. as often as we can. you know. And then when, when Toddy comes back, then it takes it to a new level. But he doesn't have to worry about two because Juan Soto is going to be in that spot anyway. I told him that. And even if he wanted it, it probably wouldn't be getting there anyway. So 
he got a chuckle out of that. But you know, when you do, you talk about him and, and you look at the production, you look, you know, at the player he has, numbers-wise, so forth. That just doesn't scratch the surface on really who he is. And and I've seen that over the years, competing against him. There's been a mutual respect, and just talking to the guys in Boston over the years, they that really hurt for them to lose him. Um, and he's just fit right in here so quickly. He was here early. He gets to know everybody in the room. Um, just feels like one of those guys that really gets it and, and has extreme leadership qualities. Wait, so Soto two. So does that mean Tati or Xander one? Tati's one. Yeah, Tati's one. Machado the, Bogart. The, the Machado <laughs> guy's probably in the three hole. He's probably in the three yeah. hole. <laughs> so one and four is kind of what yeah, I'm right. tinkering with right now when, when Tati comes back. Good chance Crony's in the five hole. Yep. Keeps Soto and Crony away from each other with three batter minimum with the lefties. So yep. You know what? It's it's not rocket science when you have these guys. No, it's fantasy baseball. Is what it is. It's essentially you're a fantasy baseball like manager. Three team league. You except, get a really yeah, good draft. Except these games actually count. Uh, the pitching staff. Uh, we had a chance again. I got a chance to go out and watch Seth Lugo throw yesterday. I don't know much. I, I know that that guy looks like. A very fierce competitor in day one was spinning it really well. You were watching him as well. Um, good velo. I mean, it, out there competing wasn't uh, wasn't half-assing anything to be sure. No, he's got an edge, and we saw that shootout. It feels like every game we play against the Mets, he's in the, the in those games, and I think he's really looking forward to being able to start. You know, as a reliever, you streamline your pitches a little bit. As a starter, you're you're able to expand. He's excited about that. And excited about being on a on a new team and kind of a new chapter for him. But you know, yeah, the curveball is the one that stands out. He's spinning at 3,200 out there yesterday on a backfield and in live BP. So uh, yeah, his stuff's real. Uh, speaking of your starters, uh, Nick Martinez joined us yesterday, and of course, uh, he had originally decided not to pursue the World Baseball Classic because he wanted to get ready for starters innings, and then a starter role opened up, and he accepted that invitation. First of all, what did it say to you that, that he passed up on what obviously was an opportunity he would have loved because he knew it was important to get ready, and now how are you going to make sure that he still continues to, <laughs> to get ready as he gets that chance to be a starter for Team USA? Well, that's who he is. He wanted to play. I mean, I look, I'd love to do something. I've never been able to represent my country ever, so I understand that dynamic. Um, but I think he was aware that, look, if it's in a reliever role or a hybrid role, it's not going to allow me to get the type of pitches I need to, to be ready for the season. And first and foremost, he's looking out for his team. Once the starting opportunity was there, we looked at the dates that they're looking to start him, and they lined up really well for us. It's pat him on the back and go get him, Nick, because you know he's going to be prepared. He's quite the competitor. Um, and really look forward to, to watching them. What, you know, without sharing too much, but what, what kind of is the message to the guys yesterday? Or is it, uh, like you said, it's not something you have to beat into the head. They, they know. They got close last year, very close to that brass ring. Peter and said I, there was a fist involved. There was a fist involved? Yeah. Okay. I, right. I, I don't remember the fist, but if, if Peter says that. Key to the you know, moment, who, maybe. <laughs> who, who am I to, to, you know, rebut that? So, look, I, I mean, Peter Seidler. Whatever he says, I'm good with. 100%. 100%. But uh, as you address the team, um, it, it does certainly feel like there's a lot of buy-in uh, here. And I, yeah, I know it's day two. <laughs> that could change. But um, it, it, there's a lot of uh, big personalities. And um, there's a lot of people that, that you know want to get numbers. They do. They want to get numbers. That's how these guys make their money. Is, is it going to be a challenge for you to kind of spread the wealth a little bit? I don't think so. I mean, based on my talks with all these guys, it's, it's team first. Now, obviously, guys want to put up numbers and get paid. You looked at how 
guys got paid last year in the offseason, it, uh, you know, it, it, it's an eye-opener. But then you look at a guy like Nelson Cruz who comes over here, and it's all about the opportunity to play for a team that he thinks has a chance to win. He had other opportunities, probably more money in other, other places, but he's close to some guys here. This is a place he identified with a good chance for him to get a ring as well, hopefully. And that's why he chose it here. So when you talk about, you know, guys a little bit selfish and looking at numbers so forth, you can't help me, you know, getting paid in this game. A little bit the opposite at this point in time in a career for him. Bob, I imagine you, you worry about Manny Machado very little. And, uh, you know, when it comes to things like contracts, that can be between A.J. and and Peter and the agents. But do you ever worry about, you know, like us, the distraction that the media can't stop talking about the unknowns of contracts and what's going to happen? And you can want to ignore it, but it, it rarely goes away when there's a story like this. Right. Well, you know what? I'd be honest with you, I'd rather get it out of the way now. Yeah. So, you know, we address it now early in spring training. Everybody knows where he stands. Everybody knows where we kind of stand. And then we just move forward and play baseball. So, you know, Rather than it just being out there all the time, you know, that, that elephant in the room that's never spoken about, at least now it's in the open and, and we can just move on. So I, I, I'm, I'm fine with how he handled it. Uh, talking to Bob Melvin here on Ben and Woods, and, and you, you did mention, you know, wanting the opportunity to represent your country, and you never got that opportunity. Be honest, how much will you be white-knuckling this entire WBC? <laughs> you can't help it. It's, it's the injury portion of it that you worry about the most. But they could get injured here, sure. too. Um, you know, maybe the ramp up quick, you know, a lot quicker than, than maybe you normally do. But I think these guys went about it the right way and, and started their process earlier in the off season. And since these guys have come in here, they're ready to go. And you'll see quite a few of our, our regulars, especially the WBC guys in the first game on Friday. I know you were asked a lot of hypotheticals in the off season about the new rules, uh, the pitch clocks, the disengagements. I still kind of hypothetical. We're only a couple of days in, but you look and you see the the clocks ticking in the bullpen over there. And just what are some of the things you've noticed here in the in a couple of days with your guys working on that? It's a lot. It feels like a lot, but that's what spring training's for. Hopefully, we get it ironed out. We have pitch clocks going here right now. You know, you talk about the the, the players having to deal with it, coaches as well. I mean, my signs have to get out there quicker. My signs to the catcher, throwovers, pitch out stuff like that have to get there uh, quicker. You know, pitch comm is going to be a little different where you have some starters that are or pitchers are going to be able to give the sign to try to speed things up. So there's a lot of nuance to this that it, that's still going to pop up. You know, once we get out there, you can think about it all you want, but until you get out there in games and really feel how it, you know, it feels, there's, there's a pace to how I've done things for years. It's going to change as well. So uh, everybody's going to have to deal with it. And last one for me quickly, Padres have done really well in the ex- with the extra inning rule, and they're bringing that back, and it's here to stay. Um, how, how do you stay doing well in that? How, is, it, is it blind luck? Is it, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it? What is it? I mean, because the Padres record, I mean, it's, it's substantially better than a lot of people's. Well, it, a lot of it has to do with winning a lot of those games at home late, and our fans have a lot to do with that. I mean, the, the, the momentum that we feel and the inspiration that we feel at home late in those games – you know, we get into that extra inning and have a chance to win late. You know, they're they're a big part of it, and I, I really feel like that that was, you know, really there for us all year. Um, but you know, one run games typically have you know it's either a defensive miscue or something that transpires. You have to play clean. 
later on in games, we are able to do that. Hopefully that's the case going forward. Uh, as crazy as I it love, was last year, it's going to be even crazier I, I this year. I love that because you hear about football teams always going, ah, the crowd lifted us to the victory yeah. and they made it hard for the other team. You rarely hear about it in baseball, but – you know, at Petco Park, anywhere, if there is that kind of advantage, you've got that at Petco. We saw it all year. I think, what was it, 10 walk-offs at yeah, home or yeah. something like that? It's a lot. A lot. I mean, yeah. you got 81 games and 10 were walking it off at home. Hopefully we can hold up to that standard. Well, good news, Bob. You get to put down this microphone and then head about three steps over there. Yeah. And answer the same all questions. the same yeah. questions again. Good luck. That's okay. Thank you. Thank you. You guys Bob. warmed me up. So. <laughs> Bob, yeah, you need some warmth this morning, that's yeah. for sure. Bob Melvin, skipper of the San Diego Padres with us here on Benno Woods. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Yeah. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 